Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 20 Something Vision Podcast. I'm Raymond. Hey there, guys. My name is Jose. What's up? It's Steven. Higgy here. And so. It's uh, Evan here. And Marlene. And yeah, so today we're talking about social media. And lately, I've been thinking about the way that our generation, the 20 somethings, were kind of born into social media. You know, I started using social media around like when I was 13, like in middle school. And I just feel like we're used to it. It's something that we've just been used to. And now we have our newer generation that are actually learning it. So it's a lot of talk about. I've just been wondering, like, how often do we all use social media and for what? I use social media almost every day. It's almost like an outlet for boredom. And in today's day and age um, where we're so used to having our attention drawn to something, it's so easy to look at your phone at any spare moment where you don't have anyone to talk to or anything to pay attention to in particular. Yeah, I honestly use it pretty much every day, but... I would say I'm less active than when I was younger when we were growing up with it. I think that's just mainly just because I'm at work 24-7. But usually on my breaks, whenever I have free time, I'm usually like on TikTok or Twitter. Just usually just trying to find something to entertain myself for the time being. I find myself when I'm not in school, I use it more. But like when I got work and working on business, I, I see myself using it less. But I still make some time to use it mainly for just to kind of see what's up with the world. I use it pretty often. I do have most of my friends and family. They're not really around this area. So I communicate with them through social media. Or I like to look at a lot of beauty hacks and stuff like that. So I just go through that and I look at everything for that. Yeah, I pretty much use it every day like everyone else. Um, On my free time or before I go to bed, I, I scroll through TikTok for a bit. I like using it to connect with people or just to see. I, I, I mainly like follow a lot of people who post art and digital work like that. It's just pleasing to the eyes, pleasing to see. But yeah, like I follow a lot of artists and I just like looking at like photography, videography and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like along with the whole pleasing and entertainment aspect, I kind of use it as like a distraction, kind of like a stress relief, just because sometimes it kind of like I don't, you don't really need to think to use social media. And so I think that's why I kind of like it at the end of the day or at the start of my morning, I guess, to not think about all the other stressful things that we have to deal with. Yeah, to comment on that, I feel like our generations, you know how Raymond said that we kind of grew up with it. I feel like our generation really has used it as a way to distract from what's really going on outside of our lives. Usually whenever I go on Twitter, I see people making jokes about like trauma and you know things of that nature and it's all something that we all connect with and that's why it usually gets brought up on your page i think it's a good outlet in that use you know and yeah i agree with you evan and another thing is i if you look at my instagram or tiktok or yeah instagram and tiktok feed it's mostly like business people advice and tips and i like to listen to a lot of influencers for business so for me when i'm on social media for the most part it is a lot of educational in a way i follow like a lot of people that are in business so i get to learn from them and from what they post and and then to, for a little bit i'm on there for entertainment i follow a couple of funny people it's funny that you say educational content i imagine it's from one specific follower right like social media has expanded so many frontiers and there's different types of social media for different types of things that you want to do for example instagram how you guys say you guys follow specific pages that content that you get about that a specific interest it's only controlled by that page right only one person or persons are facilitating the content that you see from one page but that's just instagram but 
from Reddit, it's flipped the other way around where it's not one person controlling the content that you see. It's a community of users who have similar interests and they posting content on there. Do you guys get what I'm saying? It's like there's social media has evolved and to so many and just seeing different types of content because Instagram, you see content from one person and what, what they think of. And on Reddit, you see different types of perspective on that specific interest. So going kind of off of what Higgy said before, when we had social media at an early age, we would just post random, random stuff. Like I remember people doing those photo challenges and it'd be like day 13 picture of a bug or something. And it was just like random. And I feel like nowadays social media, people use social media to make money. So their posts are carefully thought out. Their pictures are carefully like edited and stuff. So I feel like in terms of that, like the way that we post kind of changed. So how often do you guys post on your social media platforms nowadays? I feel like when I was in middle school, when I first discovered like Instagram and it first, you know, became a popular thing, I would just post just to post because getting likes was a cool thing. And I remember I used to not kind of envy some of my friends that had a lot of followers, but at the time, like, Having a lot of followers and having a lot of likes on random pictures that you would post was like a cool thing. But as I noticed when I got out of high school and, you know, I started having to deal with like more adult tasks and just not being so stuck to my phone all day, I really don't see the need to post anymore unless it's like a really important event that's happening in my life or important day. I feel like now that we're adults, whatever we post online whoever grew up around us is kind of seeing what we're doing and in some way they have this you get me like seeing what you've been up to and if you post a story ray and i see it and i'm seeing what you're up to and i have like bias towards it you know and before in high school we were all kind of doing the same thing so we're just you know just randomly posting but now like you would kind of post milestones, you know, if you if it's an anniversary or you're celebrating something and it's like you're kind of putting life updates of yourself on there and you can't really just put whatever you get me. It's kind of turning more into a portfolio that others can see and, you know, how well you're doing in life. Because I remember when we would post before, I would compare myself to whoever I was seeing on my digital screen. You know, and that comparison's true. So that's that's my take on it. I don't post as much because I don't really care. I, I don't feel like other people should be seeing what I'm up to. You get me? I agree with you. I'm I just thinking about how I used to post when I was younger, like high school or even what kind of change. Maybe like middle school, going into high school, I would post like a lot. And I would just post random things, like just random pictures. But like now, you said it kind of transitioned into like just a portfolio of my life. So I only, for now, I only post when big things happen, like my birthday or, of course, when we launched our business or just nice pictures. But I, I would say maybe I would post maybe like once every two to three months. But it just what I post, like I said earlier, is just big updates on my life. And what really had me like slow down my posting is just not really I don't really care to put my whole life on social media. So that kind of slowed it down. But I don't mind posting something nice every once in a while. No, yeah, I personally agree with Higgy because I don't post very often. But when I do, it's typically something of like a nice trip I did or I spent time with someone, etc. And I believe that all, a lot of that has to do with the, with the bit of uh, 
social media fake it till you make it personality well not necessarily fake it till you make it but at least everyone gets an impression of what you're doing so everyone needs to make that that impression valuable to anyone else because like you said everyone kind of takes what they see and compare themselves to it so i feel like that's ingrained at least subconsciously in everyone's mind at least a little bit because i believe everyone before they post at least thinks about what others will think kind of going off of that i'm currently watching this netflix show it's called inventing anna i don't know if you guys have seen it but it's basically about this person who kind of scammed a bunch of people and they went to jail for it it's a true story and part of like when she started to get caught she basically fled and went to la and she had no money she kind of stole money from a bank in some way she stole money from this bank like she wrote a fake check and they still cashed it and that was all the money that she had i think it was really like 2k but she was over here posting in la big like fancy restaurants that she was there but she wasn't actually eating there like she was chilling up at this very very famous i guess like wealthy people well-known hotel but she wasn't actually staying there and it shows this other person's reaction to her photos and them kind of being jealous and talking about wow because she stole her like a bunch of money from her friend and her friend was like wow like i'm over here reporting her for credit card fraud and she's over here in la living her best life when she really wasn't because she was basically homeless but so that's kind of crazy like that some people actually do that and i remember i had this friend but he would post that he was like in a different country or city (laughs) and he wasn't actually there and they're like it's like what like why you know y'all ever posted like a photo and it doesn't get enough likes and then you end up like archiving it or deleting it (laughs) i've done that before but i started to not care because i don't know when i when i was younger um i always told myself if i don't get at least 100 likes i'm gonna just delete it and pretend it never happened but now I don't really care. It is what it is. Like, I, I just kind of grew out of it. It's like, when I was younger, it's like, I guess the social status really mattered. And I was like, maybe like felt more pressure or something like that. But now I just, I don't really care. It is what it is. Yeah, it's almost like a form of like external validation. For example, if I'm feeling myself and I take a picture of myself feeling myself and I only get like two, three likes, it's like the world saying, no, you're not feeling yourself. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Like, take take this down right now. And you kind of start thinking, like, okay, then maybe, you know, I'm really not this great of a person that I am. And it kind of forces you to take it down. And it kind of messes with you. No, to comment on that, Higgy, this is just a random story I had. I don't know if everyone has ever experienced this, but I remember when Facebook first came up and people would post, to be honest, in a rate, you know, that, that would determine if they, someone liked you or not. No, but the thing is with that is that you had to like like it in order to get that to be honest or rate. So it's like, why would we like it? Yeah, it was for the validation. And I remember one time I did like a guy's um, post about a rate. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to share because it, it was a funny story. But I remember liking it and waiting because he was active. And, you know, on Facebook, you can see who's active. And I remember I got the notification that he posted on my wall. And I remember he gave me a negative four. (laughs) And it really stopped my whole day. I was genuinely upset. And I remember I got so upset that I blocked him. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's that's foul. That's foul. Wait, how old were you when this happened? Oh, I was pretty young. I think I was like 12 or 11. So, you know, I was a little kid still in a way. But just seeing someone 
saying that to me, even though they were in front of my face, was just a weird thing for me. It's so crazy to let these people that are same age as us to rate us. Who are you to be telling me, you know, on what scale, on what criteria? Yeah, and during that time, it was when guys had blowouts and, you know, the guy had a blowout. (laughs) Did you know him? Like, personally? Like, in person? Honestly, no. I only knew, I knew him from around middle school. It was always, like, an acquaintance. I feel like when Facebook first came up, you know, like, everyone would just add each other if you saw each other at least once in, like, a class or if y'all had mutual friends. So that brings me to wonder, do any of you know most of your followers? Kind of going back to what you were saying about in middle school, just adding a bunch of people on Facebook to be like, yeah, I have 900 friends. Like nowadays, I only use Facebook to contact like family and see how they're updating their lives and stuff. And I randomly see this person who I have no idea who they are and they just posted that they had a baby or something. And I'm just like, um, but in a way, I also kind of feel like bad if I take them off. But in all honesty, I feel like most of my social media has been since I like was in middle school. So a lot of the followers that I have on there, I don't really know. So I'm slowly like taking them off because I re- don't really care to keep them on there. Like I have no reason to. But honestly, probably half the people that I have right now really know. Yeah, to comment back on, you know, you saying you unfriending people on social media. Um, I remember for the longest time I had the same Twitter, Facebook, Instagram account for years. Pretty much like when first Instagram and Twitter popped up from like 2013 all the way up until... Yeah, so around 2019 or 2020, I uh, decided to delete all my accounts and just start fresh. And honestly, I don't regret it. On all my social media accounts now, I really only mainly have family or people I'm really close to. I remember for the longest time, an issue I had with just having so many followers. Well, in in my own personal experience, I didn't have a lot of followers, but the people who I did have were from like high school and from other high schools in neighborhood cities and there were certain people that would just try to look at what I had going on my Twitter on a daily and I don't know I just feel like yeah I had a lot of old people from high school who knew other people that I didn't really get along with and they were using that as a way to keep track of me and so I feel like when I finally just had a clean slate and pretty much changed my whole username to a completely different thing that nobody else knew of a favorite song that i liked that i didn't have that issue anymore i have an interesting take so i had all my like all my social medias have been the same since like middle school unfortunately my instagram got deleted in 2020 like october like around covid and at that time i had 1700 followers and that's built up from since like sixth grade so sixth grade to like my senior year of college so it's from that long and i would say that i knew roughly like 85 to 90 percent of those people and then it all got deleted. And then I, I kind of felt like, dang, bro, I lost all my followers because it got deleted. And I felt like I, I use Instagram as a way to keep connected with all of my distant friends. I have a lot of friends that are distant and like far away. So it was my outlet to be connected with everybody. So then when I lost it, I was like, dang, like I I felt like kind of lost. But eventually, maybe a few months later, I, I made a brand new account, started fresh at zero. And I have about a thousand followers. And I would say those now, like 95 percent, I know like all of those people. And I feel like the people that I never followed back were probably people that I didn't know, like from the last time. And yeah, the people that I'm that I'm following or that follow me now are the people that I really know. So, you know, a thousand people, bro. You would be surprised. But yeah, because I went to three different high schools and I played basketball with a lot of different teams. And 
include like college friends, work friends. I feel you though on that, like how you had that Instagram account from middle school to basically now. My my old Twitter, I had it from 2012 up until I got locked out of it in 2019 and I had around like 600 something followers and it just sucked because it, it was just people that I knew and obviously I couldn't remember everyone who I followed, like mainly the people who I know personally or like people that I grew up with. But those other random people online that I would like have conversations with or I just like seeing their tweets, that was gone because I, I didn't remember everyone. But yeah, it, it does suck losing that. But I mean, it's it's always good to start fresh at the same time too. Yeah. But like me too, I feel you though, because I, I think the people that, the other 700 that I'm missing, it's like, I guess it was probably just random. Not like random, but it may just be people that like, I didn't really know that well, maybe like mutuals. But it's, it's kind of funny, the people that I do know and that I did start following with my new account, I was able to think of them on the top of my head. And it was like, I thought about each different school that I went to and just kind of like what area of life I knew that certain person. Do you think that'd be a good exercise, like a social media spring cleaning of your followers? Like you just kind of like delete <laughs> or start a new account and then off the top of your head, the people you can list in your daily life, just add them back and then just compare and see if there's a big difference. Because yeah, I think it, it just shows you how, how organic the people that you actually like, the people that you know, if you, the people that you could think of, that's your your real friends. And it'll show how organic it is, and like how actually big your list is. That actually kind of reminds me of those account following um, tactics where people announce that they're cleansing their friends so that people will be more active with them or something. <laughs> Bro, are you talking about like the apps where you can see who unfollowed and followed you back or whatever? No, I'm talking about the people who actually post cleaning yeah. my friends out. You've yeah. never seen that? Maybe like I'm going on an unfollowing spree if you don't oh, like Oh, yeah, okay, because that I know. But did you guys ever use those apps that would like tell you who follows you and who unfollowed you and all that, who blocked you and stuff? Yeah, I remember the last time I had it, I could see who blocked me. And there were random people where I was like, I've never even talked to you. Like, why are you blocking me? I feel like I've blocked random people just because, yeah, I don't know who they are. Or I feel like back then when I would use it, I was still in high school the last time I used one of those apps. But like back then, you couldn't, you couldn't like how now you could just remove someone as a follower. If I wanted to remove someone as a follower, I'd block them. <laughs> I was going to say like that's literally the reason why my Instagram got deleted in 2020 because of that app. I would use it to see my followers to see who unfollowed me and blocked me and stuff like that. But I think Instagram made a new policy and they're really getting tight on those um, apps that are like third party. And so they detected it, me using that app as spam and then they deleted my account. But I ain't never using that again. But I just use it to check my followers and see who unfollowed me. And yeah. I have a question for you, right? Mm -hmm. Are your accounts public or private? They used to be private, but now they're public. Since like we all started the company, I wanted to be public just so it's like if people are looking for us the information is there so it's, it's public but it used to be private and like why it was private i don't even know i don't know what changed after i made the new instagram i was like all right i'm just gonna make it public so you had to sit there and accept 1700 follow requests well over like, oh well, over time but you would like sit there and okay so how did you determine who you accepted i accepted everybody um if well no 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 like, there may be times, there may be, a, there, I, I remember, like, declining a few people, but, like, maybe people that didn't want to follow me. And I think the reason why I had it private was just, I felt like I don't want anybody to be looking at my page. Because considering, like, that, that Instagram that I had before, I had it for, like, years, so I had a lot more posts. 
and a lot like older things so it was like, a lot of like more closer to me but now since it's fresh i feel like it don't really matter it's brand new i literally just started it so like but yeah i accepted 99 percent of the people what about everybody else are your accounts private or public my accounts are public they've been public for a while but i just remember i only had my accounts private when i was in high school but that was just because i was hiding my whole identity from my family. <laughs> I even went to the extremes to make like a separate account that was like family friendly, I guess. And I had my family follow me on there because they would start asking after a while, be like, oh, like, you know, why don't I have you on this? And I'll just be like, because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I don't have that. Nah, but yeah, like my accounts are public mainly just because most of the things that I post are just my perspective on things, whether it's me talking about something or even just my perspective on life just by photos or videos so i just want to share that with as many people as i can you know my accounts have only been private during one part of my life and usually again it goes back to not wanting people to check what was going on with me or like where i was at because i know i say it a lot but i remember when i moved i made sure i cleansed my entire social media platform so nobody really knew where i was going and, but now it's public and I really don't care now about people knowing where I'm at. I feel like I used to get, it used to give me weird anxiety thinking that people knew exactly where I was at or what I was doing. And now I'm just kind of more open with it. But I feel like also me not even posting as much, people really don't know what's going on with me. For me, I don't think I've ever really had my personal account private. I do, however, have a spam account. That is completely private and has always been private because I only have, obviously, it's one of those spams where you have only your closest friends and you just kind of just post whatever you want. And I think at first I used to use my spam account as a way to tell people, like, what was going on with my life without having to tell each individual person, oh, yeah, I went through this or I'm going through that. So that's the only thing that I've ever had private. I think if I ever wanted to keep things from my family, I would have them blocked. Like, I remember when my mom joined Twitter. I think I might have texted Steven or Evan and been like, my mom joined Twitter. Like, I'm literally cleansing my Twitter out right now. And I'm, like, going all the way through. And have you guys seen that picture? I think it's from, like, the Black Swan, where she's wiping out the word whore from the <laughs> mirror. <laughs> like, I literally went and, like, cleansed my whole thing. But, yeah, I don't think I've ever really had my accounts private you bring up a good memory because i remember shout out to my freshman a basketball coach but kids in like high school basketball i had a really good coach and he was really strict uh, with the team about social media and like about what you post because we're all basketball and we were trying to we're we want to be recruited to play college and he always told us about a lot about a lot of players really good really smart really talented and they would do every good. They would get recruited. They would get an offer. And then they just do bad things on social media. And then, like, they see it and they just lose their offer. And just like that, they have no offers. I've always kept that same mentality ever since then. I always kept all my social medias, like, appropriate. Like, I would never retweet or tweet a bad word or anything like that. And even though I'm not looking for a basketball recruiter anymore, I just kind of kept the same. I just kept it the same way. So I've always been disciplined in that way. Now that we're older, because like you said before, you were using it for, you were keeping it clean for like recruiters. For me, I think I've probably kept it public because it's a form of networking now. So I do follow a bunch of writers and professors from creative writing and like editors and stuff. 
And I noticed now that some some applications for like internships, they ask for your handles. And I've always been so hesitant to put it. Not I know because like I've cleaned it that it's not an issue. I don't think I have anything on there that would be an issue. I feel like I just don't have enough of me like about how much I love reading and writing. And I feel like I should have to do that. So that kind of makes me want to make it private. So even if I do put my handle, like they can't really see anything. But yeah, like nowadays, I guess that's one of the only reasons I could consider doing it private is to hide it from people looking for me on like internships and stuff. Yeah, that's why I always kept it like that too. Because you never really know what to expect in the future. What type of like ventures you'll end up in. And I just kept it like that because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, so I feel like I like have to either consider doing it private or public for networking reasons that's another reason why i don't post so much because i don't really use it to show people like what's going on in my daily life i'm kind of considering using it more for networking but i think like considering that our how that we're getting older what we still use social media for i feel like one of the main reasons that i still have a few social media apps is because i get like my news from it i actually don't watch the news But I feel like I know more about what's going on than someone who doesn't have social media. I have a coworker at work who only uses Instagram for some reason. And so he doesn't, like, I'll be like, oh, did you hear about, like, the Kanye stuff going on? And he'll be like, like, what are you talking about? Because I feel like there's certain social platforms that get the news first or actually have Twitter has that what's new or the news, like, kind of tab and that's kind of what I use on the daily like when I wake up I check that and see what's going on like that's how I knew about like the election and everything that was going on so how else do you guys like use your social media platforms for for, for news purposes I think like at this point Twitter's kind of inevitable I hope I said that word right inevitable like Thanos but because I mean you know anybody could post anything like you know with fake news and stuff like that but for the most part on Twitter I see things that are trending or something that just happened that's like, oh, shoot, like, this is crazy. You got to check this out. So I say for Twitter, I'm there for those type of, like, alerts. And, yeah, and I, I, I feel like you can't really get that on Instagram anymore. It's, Twitter's just more consistent. Like, for example, if there's ever an earthquake or I feel like there's an earthquake, I'd hop on Twitter real quick and just refresh it, and I see, like, earthquake, earthquake, earthquake. So for things like that, yeah. Twitter's, like, a good – I even get random notifications about news and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, but it's just cool to kind of see – you know, it's. I think it's important to know what's going on. And I feel like a lot of news channels and stuff like that, like they're all bi- very, very, very biased, especially the Hispanic ones, freaking Telemundo. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just crazy. Cause like, I mean, and my, my grandparents watch all that. So like, sometimes they'll just be like talking to me about what they saw in the news and I'm like, huh? it's just it's very it's crazy when i think it was when the riots like were happening um like 2020 and like telemundo univision they were the news platforms on there were painting it in the in a completely different light and so my parents watching that news they'd think the complete opposite of what was actually happening you know that all these quote-unquote riots or um, all because of the protesters and whatnot, but we sit, we saw like on Twitter that like it was like an undercover cop like at some city who started looting to get others to start looting so that they could be like, look, this is what the rioters are doing. But yeah, I feel like on social media, since we ourselves are actually posting, it's like what's actually what people actually see, what's happening live versus the news. Like they could record 
a certain part of what's happening and be like, look, that just happened. But they cut out like half of it, you know, so. Yeah, and I feel like uh, news platforms, they like they give really misleading headlines because that's what's going to make you click on it to watch it because you're like, holy crap, like this is happening. But in reality, there's 40 other perspectives of what's actually going on. And I feel like, you know, Twitter especially, it opens you up to getting all different types of opinions and like videos or, you know, videos, people will post everything now if they're there in the moment. Like I've noticed nobody's scared to post a video or picture of like what they're actually seeing and what's going on. And I feel like the regular news, you know, they, yeah, like you said, they're biased and they're going to pick and choose what they want to show depending on their, what their whole company's opinions on. Yeah. For that exact reason, I think that's probably the biggest negative effect that social media has had on our generation and others that it's created such a polarized society where you either think one thing about this or the other and tensions are really high right now especially given them like the past political elections and everything like despite all the connection that we've managed to achieve with social media every day we all have different opinions and social media makes that known to you that other people are out there that have different views as you and as long as it gets you to interact that's all these companies want they're going to continue making you click on something that you probably won't want to agree with and they want to keep the conversation going because it just benefits them yeah so social media is it another form of adulting because we're using it in different ways as we're growing so that's just something to keep in mind that's a really good question well we would like to hear from everybody else what do you all think what's your take on social media i think it was really cool to reflect on like how it was used in our younger days and how it's used now but yeah we wouldn't hear from y'all let us know in the comments and we hope you took something away from this podcast and, and as always don't let anyone step on your vision thank you everybody